You're listening to No Excuses, the show that helps subscription companies build and grow their business through direct and honest feedback. On the road to success, there are no excuses. And now for your host, the chairman of SUPTA, Chris George. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to a No Excuses with Chris G. I'm your host, Chris George, chairman and co-founder of Subta. I know it's been a few weeks since I've been on with the No Excuses, but today I've got two young entrepreneurs from the UK that started a brand called Leaving Lactose. So super excited to introduce Sebastian and Will. Thank you guys for jumping on. Hi, Chris. Great to see you. Hi, how are you doing? Great to see you guys both too. So real quickly, for everybody that uh, might be watching, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your new company you launched. Yeah, so we deal with the most common intolerance in the world. You know, There's no other staple food that people struggle with more. And so we give unfiltered choice, especially in a world where dairy is everywhere. You know? <laughs> Sprinkled on top of bread to add a bit of taste, but literally entrenched in cheesy meals, creamy desserts, and every, everything else. 70% uh, of us globally can't digest lactose properly huge in South America, huge in North America, and even in the UK that equates to millions. And people just aren't doing enough about it. The science for food enzymes is so well established, but people are lagging behind that because obviously we're in the unknown. And that's obviously where we are. So guess, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead, Will. No, I was going to say, it's just a really simple uh, supplement product. You literally just take it kind of 10, 15 minutes before a meal, um, and you don't have to deal with any of those kind of aches or pains that you would you would have had to before. So... Um, yeah, really simple, really easy products. So it's a new brand you launched where you've identified a problem and come up with a solution. And now you're trying to break through the market, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Good. So, you know, how the show goes this is where your chance to ask me questions and I try to be as beneficial as possible. And for those of you who are watching, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to put that in the comment and we will pop it up on the screen. But let's start off with the first question for me. What do you guys have? Well, I mean, I'd probably start it off with, the target market, you know, our, our difficulties have obviously been trying to, we've only been testing for three months on a product that probably takes years to get to the right target market. We could try targeting dairy free, but obviously in this world, we know that dairy free might also be people that aren't interested in dairy. You know, vegans aren't going to be interested in our product, but the vast majority of people are having lactose and it's hurting, them. you know, whether it's a, a meal or something, they feel they're taking a necessary sacrifice, but they're putting themselves in compromising positions. Naturally, we probably thought that girls would be more inclined. No one wants to go on a first date after run to the toilet after a carbonara. No one wants that yeah. gas, stomach cramps, everything else. And that's exactly what I think we're trying to target at the moment. But it'd be great to get an idea of uh, that target market and obviously trying to bridge that information asymmetry. You know, so immediately what comes to my head is you said that 70% of individuals deal with this, right? So immediately that tells me there's a huge market for it. Now, I don't know what your competition looks like. But immediately I'm thinking about like when you're creating ads, you're creating ads that are going to, in the ad, identify that there's a problem that somebody on the other side is going to relate to and so that you have a solution, right? And so I'd almost be less concerned of like, am I hitting the right target? You just said 70% of people deal with it. So I feel like you can get pretty widespread with your Facebook offering if you're running Facebook ads. Now the thing is, is, your ad for somebody that might be 40 or 50 may look very different than somebody that's 20 to 30. I don't know if this is for sure the answer, but you just had talked about like girls maybe going on a date and like maybe that ad is different. Yeah. Versus maybe it's a gentleman that golfs and he's on the golf course, right? You know, so 
immediately my head goes to like, how do we create an ad that shows a problem that somebody on the other side watching sees? It's like, oh, I deal with that. And then how this solves it. Does that make sense? It's like almost like you don't want to say infomercial type, but you kind of want to say infomercial type, right? Like issue and then like solution. Um, but I also think like what's really important for you guys is getting reviews and feedback and people that actually use it and how they talk about that it's actually solving their problem for them. So I'm going to ask you a question. What, who are you competing against in this market? You want to go for this lower? Bottom line, yes. Well, there's a well, there's a few different competitors in the market. Um, so in the UK, you have like um, um, Lactaid. Um, we have um, Nature's Best, which are probably two of the kind of stronger ones, and there are some other smaller companies around as well. Um, they very much come from what we would consider a bit of a um, kind of like old school kind of like pharmaceuticals um, heritage. Um, whereas we're trying to kind of put a, a kind of fresh, uh, more positive um, spin on things, being less kind of scientific and pharmaceutical um, kind of style and branding. Um, yeah. no, so there are pros and cons to it. One that people obviously trust in in the science, like you're saying, want that those reviews, they want that that information. Um, but also, how can you make it more fun and more engaging and uh, kind of less boring and, and make it stand out on the whether it be on the shelf or online. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd say our competitors are archaic. You know, if you just look at the labeling, you'd walk straight past it in the shop. You know, lactase enzyme, it looks like 2005 Word Art, Microsoft XP sort of design, you know, and yeah. we're pretty much non-existent. And that's obviously why it's such an unknown now here. And so what, what did we do to try to combat that? Well, we made the smallest tablet on the market, eight millimeters, because no one wants to have a tablet deep down, yeah, before they eat. So we just made it very accessible, premium strength, so that people aren't going to take it and the ones that are a bit more intolerant aren't going to feel it. We know that lactose intolerance is a sliding scale of symptoms. You know, you might have a splitting stomach, you might have <laughs> intolerable diarrhea, or you might have something else, you know, and, that, and that's why obviously it's important that regardless of the issue, whether it's nausea, just a bit of stomach cramps, we get rid of that problem. Yeah. And so we did that and we try to hit the markets where it might be important. We mentioned that a lot of Asia, a lot of South America, et cetera, Intolerant, well, we got a Halal Trust certification. We're made in the UK. We're trying to get people to understand this isn't no mail order pharmaceuticals. It's going to take three weeks to arrive. This is manufactured here, created here. Good manufacturing practices to the highest quality. Yeah. So, but but part of it is you guys all are effective. They all do the same thing. You're just trying to brand. You're trying to beat them with branding? So they have different strengths as well. So it all depends how much enzyme you're effectively putting in the, the tablet. We're... Uh, I think we're the best value for the strength. Um, so we're, we're the most cost-effective in that sense. Like there are cheaper brands out there, but they're, they're not as powerful. And the feedback we've been getting is, well, how do I know these worked? I've tried something like this in the past, and it was, yeah. it was nowhere near as effective. Exactly. Um, with the lowest price per strength unit on the market. And actually, that really does lead to some tangible gains. We've had people try other competitors that haven't had the same effect that we've had in it. Yeah. So that's the importance for us. So, so the pitch is like more mainstream, more effective, exactly. high value product, right? Exactly. And so, and a premium return, I guess, is one way you could put it. Low yeah. cost premium. It's about communicating that. Exactly. Right? You know, initially I start to think about like four hymns, which is a tablet you take for hair growth. Hmm. 
and things that you could like, like they're probably, they weren't the first company to come to market for hair growth, but what did they do? They came to market with this tablet. They did a lot of TV ads. They put some marketing out there to show like, put this on a subscription. This tablet gets delivered to you and it's going to help you with hair growth and you're going to see real results. So for you guys, it's similar, right? It's, we need to create ads that are going to be eye catching to like this next generation, right? Cause you said everything's like 2005 and then we got to show that it works. Yeah. And I think you got to do a lot of sampling. Are you doing a lot of sampling of this product? We are trying to increase our volume. You know, I think we are going at this moment in time with volume over profit. And so we are trying to do discounts, a lot of tests. <laughs> We'd love a blister pack, less tablets. You know, some people don't want to invest in 60 at a time. Currently that's our only offering. Yeah, so there's so definitely ways we can branch out on that side. Does one pill help you for the day? One pill will do the meal that you're having, whether that's main course and dessert or whether it's just your, so your breakfast cereal. Realistically, you should create like a little two-pack, similar to like how you see like maybe like an Advil or a headache medicine comes in a two-pack. Mm. And I'd be handing that out everywhere. Mm-hmm. You need mm. to really use the product, right? Because you need two things. You need to use or you need someone to endorse it or you need a ton of reviews. Right now... Otherwise, I'm not going to buy it because I don't know if it really works. But I knew that these other companies maybe do work. You know, that's how I think about it. Like, part of me, like, leans towards this, like, go to a, like, go to stand outside a place or a mall or somewhere there's a bunch of restaurants where you know that people may be dealing with it and hand them out. Yeah. And let them use it because if it works, then they're going to order it. Yeah. Right? And then give them a discount on their first subscribe and save to become a member. And, you know, it's great because it is a product that you need regularly. If somebody's always dealing with this, so that's great. It's a depleting product. Great. People got to use it because it's not like if you were like a, a fashion brand where you could show a picture of a T-shirt and you're an impulse buy. I like the way this looks. I'm going to buy it. Mm-hmm. You're a product that's claiming it helps with lactose intolerant individuals. But I don't know if it really works. Right. Mm-hmm. So we got to convince them in another way. We got to actually let them try it. Offer a sample pack of five pills for just pay shipping. Tell them, and yeah, four ninety nine shipping. Like try us. Like even if you break even on that, it's okay. Like that's a form mm-hmm. of marketing. You need people to use it, see that it works, and then there's demand that gets built. Right? There's a product that I'm involved in called Capsiva. That's a pain cream. Well, it's not easy to break through the topical pain pain cream market. But what do we do? We sample, 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 sample to prove that we're better. Because they got to use it. I can show you whatever ads in the world. Ultimate pain cream, capsation without the heat. But it's a picture of a bottle. Yeah. yeah. It's not like it's going to – unless unless there's a celebrity that endorses it that you know has a good influence, people are less likely to buy it from an ad. So what I think you have to do is two things. I know you had a question about, like, education. Right. Yeah. So I would start creating a ton of content around educating people that are lactose intolerant. There could be, and it doesn't always have to be about taking your pill. It could be like, eat this instead of this, like dealing with, with lactose issues, eat this instead of this. Um, here's natural remedies for it. Yeah. By the way, here's a pill that works. <laughs> like, like let it just like start to come up with these like sort of like, come up with content that people will want to then listen to you for and then inherently you're going to sell your product to them yeah, yeah. 
I think that is our main focus through Instagram. We have been trying to make content that is just a one-stop shop for dairy digestion, but not even necessarily dairy digestion. You've got IBS, you've got irritable bowel syndrome, come over here. We can really help with that. And so okay, we have- I was been doing a ton of content around that. Yeah. And then if you want to get creative, like do some cool stuff on TikTok. Like, yeah. I don't know, you can get funny there, right? Having a guy run to the bathroom after you just ate some milk and like, exactly. right? And then like, like and then it flips to another screen where he took the pill and then he had it and then he was fine. You know, I- it depends if you want to, that to be your brand and voice. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I think I think a lot of different. Avenues. Yeah, Pinterest too, I guess, because they do the informationals. A lot of sure. middle-aged moms, you know, stuff like that. I think what we're finding right now is our main market tends to be 35, 40 plus, and just adults who actually realize that actually I've been struggling my whole life with this. How it works is when we're babies, we can do lactose easy because we're reliant on our mother's milk. As we get older, our bodies realize we're not reliant on our mother's milk, so it just stops producing lactase, the enzyme that's needed, naturally. And so that's where we really step in. What I would ask is we haven't actually tried any video ads yet. We've only really been doing picture sets. Yeah. Would you actually, would you recommend that? Or? For sure, especially if you can create a ad. Like, again, it's like what your brand and tone of your voice is, right? Mm. Part of me leans towards this, like, something catchy, like, like almost a little wild, right? Guy on screen, like, you know, are you dealing with this? Yeah, play, like, you know, on a date it. and she wants to have cheesecake? Yeah. Like, right? Yeah, Get their exactly. attention. Yeah. And then this is what, you know, so that's how I would think about it. I, I think video is going to work 10 times better than static picture. Right. Okay. You got a guy talking and you want to make the ad eye-catching. Mm-hmm. Like, cool. Different situations, know? different areas. Different yeah. Areas. And if you're trying to be catchy and a little bit more mainstream, then that's how you do it. Exactly, like, music like you festival. You just said, like going on a date, <laughs> being at a wedding. Exactly, a wedding for sure. A festival, like, you don't want to use a port, uh, port a potty, a port. Yeah. Oh, that's you know, the best man's up there about to make a best man speech, and then he's got to run to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> Something like that. Someone's going to watch it. We might have to steal like, that don't one. Don't be this guy. <laughs> yeah. Leavinglactose.com. I don't know. You know, like, yeah, of like, but there's a lot of production that comes into that, right? Yeah. So that's why you might want to start with TikTok. Find some micro TikTok influencers that'll just do it for like a cheap price and give them a referral fee, like for every one mm. customer they get. Give them a unique link, but have them start creating those funny videos. Yeah. It might catch on. For you sure. No, TikTok so there's two ads it's education and eye catching ads. And that's how I'd approach it. Chris, would you also look to, because we're looking at like partnerships as well um, with other um, businesses which are, uh, have a lot of dairy products? Um, would you look to partner with partner with them and almost have them as almost like uh, ambassadors for the brand? Like if you are dairy intolerant, if you do struggle with dairy, you could use something like this because you can see the kind of there are some synergies there. Um, yeah, I mean, to their benefit, if they the customer now they can have more consumers buy their stuff. Yeah, well, that's that's it. I think if we take a Hello Fresh for example, I'd, we'd say seventy to eighty percent of those meals have dairy involved, some cream, some cheese, something else like that. I think we could spin it to them that obviously that's increased choice, that's increased variety, lower risk on their side, obviously. And there are people that can actually enjoy their food. It's whether they want to identify that. You could leverage subscription boxes and put samples in there. Yeah. Right. The food boxes, even like these other ones, like fat fit fun, like put a two tablet pack in there or a four tablet pack Mm -hmm. and just get it out to a million people. Like, it's a marketing cost. It's, it's, it's yeah. no different. Whatever the CalSat sample is to be put in a box, it's a marketing expense. Yeah. People got to use it. Yeah. Catchy ads, they got to use it. I think you could leverage 
something like a subscription and maybe even get them to pay you the cost of it. Like maybe it's 50 cents to put four tablets in a bag. I have no idea, but like maybe they'll pay it. Right. And then you also get feedback. Yeah. You know, exactly. and it's really good brand awareness. So I would strongly consider that. Like we put the Capsiva in a, a CrossFit box, right? Cause they're kind of aching. We put it in a golf box guys that it, yeah. and it works. People use it. They get a sample, they go buy it. They go make a purchase. Right. So you could leverage that too, for sure. It just, you know, you guys are going to have to put a little bit of an investment up because you got to like, you got to get samples made. But yeah, yeah, yeah. even the product, like anything, you got to spend a little bit of money. And how do you go about kind of convincing those brands to work with you and, and do that? So you're saying you're putting it in uh, CrossFit, yeah. some of those gym hey, look at what's a, what's a cost for a bottle of your tablets? $12.49. No, no, no. What do you sell for? Oh, yeah. Retail. Retail. Oh, retail. Oh, it's cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So twelve forty nine, twelve forty nine for sixty. It's about about twenty five cents a tablet. Twenty five cents a meal is how we'd spin it, obviously, and how we do spin it. Twenty five cents a meal, complete peace of mind. I think that you, I would be going after the food boxes first and saying, "Look, we'll put this in there for your box. Include us in your next run, and this will make some of your customers more comfortable having some of the dairy." Mm -hmm. That's how I'd approach it. Like, we've got a product. We'll put samples in your box. We just want you to get it in front of your subscriber base. Yeah. Right? Because it is. It's about building that customer base. Because once yeah. we have you got to build a way. They got to use it. They got to see that it works. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Because we're getting site visitors. We're getting abandoned cuts. And we're thinking these people clicked on our link. They already know. With the ad sets we have, it's clear that we're dairy digestion tablets. It's Why did you leave? What's the conversion rate? On a website at the moment, it's about 1%. Yeah, so we got to get to two. Mm. Are you doing an exit intent to keep them on? We're, well, we're retargeting a couple ways. You know, we're, we're sending emails. We've got newsletters, our subscriber. The mailing list, I think, is going to be incredibly important for us. We're when they go to leave, do you have a pop-up that comes up? Not before they leave, no. Not, just Not before, before they leave, no. So you want to use an exit intent strategy. So, like, you do a spin the wheel or... Yeah, yeah. Pop up. So, like, when their mouse is going towards the X, it'll shoot it out. It knows. Mm -hmm. And it'll say, try us today for 20% off. Okay, yeah. We have to put them, like, not as they're leaving, but as they as they come on. As um, they come on, we've got to come to our mailing list for a 10% discount code. But you're right. A spin the wheel. It shouldn't, be, it shouldn't be as they come on. Really? Nobody wants to give their email. They even got to the website to see what it's about. That's a good point. Yeah. They go to the website, they read about it, they think about it. Yeah, I don't know if I want to try this. And as they're leaving, like pop. Like, give us your email for 20% off your first order. That's a great idea. Yeah, no, 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 no. That is a great idea. I think you don't want to give them the offer when they got there. You want to give it to them when they're trying to leave. It's a it's a save tactic. Mm. Right? So it's like get 20% off and also be included on our email list for content around, you know, this, this, and this. Yeah. That's how to do it. Yeah, we have a we have a trade event in late October. It's uh, the biggest dairy festival in the world. You know, about 350 exhibitors. Obviously, it's going to help us on that side. But as you said, perfect opportunity to give out samples. I think if we can make sure that those samples can at least at least come by late October, at a dairy event where people are loving it, cheese, wine, food. charge for shipping with the 1249. Oh, the charge for shipping. We're, we're, yeah. absorbing, uh, we're absorbing about two dollars fifty on shipping. So what do you charge the customer shipping for one bottle? Like one pound fifty, about one dollar ninety. Dollar ninety? Yeah, for standard. 
So what if you said, you know, what if you came up with a sample pack that was like, how many, how many capsules come in the bottle? 60. So that's 60 meals. So what if, um, what if you came up with a sample pack, 10 tablets Mm -hmm. and said, try our sample pack for free. Just pay $4.99 shipping and handling. They're probably pretty close to covering your costs, right? Yeah. 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 No, now be. you're getting somebody for less than five bucks to try it. And it mm-hmm. costs you nothing. Like if the 10 tablets is $2.50 and the shipping's a dollar ninety, you're at you're under four ninety-nine. And you got somebody to try it. And I'd actually hit them with that when they were leaving. Like not ready to commit mm-hmm. yet? Try our product for free. Just pay four ninety nine shipping and handling. Mm. For less than five bucks, I can try it. And then mm-hmm. on top of that, you might even get some people that are like, all right, and they're going to be like, you know what? Let me just pay an extra 10 bucks and get 60 capsules. Yeah. See? And then yeah. you start smoking in, yeah. Cool. That's what I would do. And it's locking them in. And I how's think the repeat, How's the repeat customers looking? Well, about 10, 10 to 15% of our customers have returned. 10% and total sales, we're talking about 20 to 25% of our total sales are from return customers. Yeah. So, so they like it. It works. They yeah. like it. So you we get amazing feedback that it works. Like the, the feedback we've got, it has been great. We haven't had any negative yeah. feedback at all. Yeah. Influences um, everyone. And there's no one that's even left a negative so review. Thank God. You need I'll to get, you need to do, listen, you got to sample the shit out of this. So yeah. you got to take your customers that have made two or three purchases and say, hey, um, help us make awareness to help individuals that are dealing with the same problems that we are. Here's a, uh, here's a sample pack that we'd like you to send to somebody of your choice and let them send it. Like, mm. like who cares if it's $4.99 for your cost? Like, if you paid $5 to get a new customer roped in, mm. worth it. Yeah. Eventually, the data is going to tell us that on average, one of our customers spends, you know, $100 a year on us. Like, well, you're, you're happy to spend 5 to $10 to get someone to spend 100 Yeah, yeah. So... That's one thing I would look at doing too is like instead of like saying refer somebody and I'll, you'll get five dollars off your first bottle, they'll get five dollars. Let's say, look, send a sample pack to somebody that you think could use this. Yeah, it's actually something that HelloFresh does in Blue Apron when they've got a customer that's been around for like three, four months, they give them a meal to send to somebody for free. Okay, you're right. No, I think sampling is an opportunity we haven't even touched. Yeah, you, ha- you have, huge, you have, have me on it. My biggest feedback for you today is make a sample pack that people can pay for cheap shipping and handling. Exactly. Definitely. And Free content video around ads. this and video ads. That's exactly that's your number one things you get you can get out of this. And listen, it takes time, right? Mm-hmm. People gotta use it. it takes forever. They gotta use it. I mean, Red Bull was like started in like nineteen eighty or something. Like nobody knew about them until like early two thousands when they started attacking all the colleges with people driving little mini Coopers and had backpacks of Red Bull, and they were just handing them out to everybody. They ran to college town. They were just handing them out to everybody. And now probably the most popular drink is a Red Bull vodka. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you're talking 20 years, but like, I'm not saying it's going to take you 20. I'm just saying it takes time and you have a product that has to be used and tried. And then they have to see that it works and then they're going to become your best friend. Yeah. Cool. That's it. That's awesome. it. Any last final question here before we jump off? 
I know it went five. Time flies on these no excuses. <laughs> Literally, yeah. I, I think you just gave us enough gold dust for about the next four months of business planning. I'm not going to lie, Chris. Really do appreciate that. No, really. of course. If you need anything at all, feel free to reach out. I wish you guys the best of luck. Um, we got a conference in September. You might not be able to come because you guys are in the UK, but hopefully in 2022, yeah, when things are more up, you guys can come. And for everybody watching, Sub Summit September 21st to the 23rd in Dallas. We'll be live in person. We're really excited about that. Um, and I hope everyone has a great week. Sebastian, Will, thank you guys so much. Hope you guys have an amazing Thank you. Have a great day. I'll Bye. see you. Bye. Thank you for listening to No Excuses with Chris George. If you like this show and found it valuable, please subscribe and share. See you next time. And remember, on the road to success, there are no excuses.